Hi guys, welcome to the Daily Dose of Divabetic Podcast. I'm your host and favorite Divabetic, Kiva Cheney. I can't believe we are already at episode three. Like, that's crazy. It happened, I feel like it came so quick. But anyway, we're going to have a little story time today. Um, this specific story has been very emotional for me to talk about to like the two or three people who only really know. Um, I don't know how this is going to go. Hopefully I can hold it together, but here goes. Um, I'm not sure what to really call it or refer to it as, but long story short, I thought last Friday was going to be the end for me. Like April 24th has officially been deemed the scariest day of my entire life. Um, I went for a walk and if you guys remember me just telling you all in episode two about how I try to go walking daily and how much joy it brings me, like this is actually crazy to me right now as I'm talking about it because I literally dropped episode two and went for this walk. Like it's crazy, but you know, so I went for my walk and came back inside and sometimes I'd like to do like a little quick workout circuit, nothing too crazy, probably something we all used to do in PE like back in grade school, but I began my workout and in the midst of my workout, it was just like my body said, hold up, stop. And something was off, it just, I wasn't feeling right. So I immediately went to check my sugar, assuming it would be low, since that's normally the issue when, you know, you work out. But literally before the number could pop up on my meter, I knew it wasn't low. Like how I was feeling, I knew it had to be on the higher side because nothing about what I was feeling felt like something a quick juice box could fix, you know, like, 192 isn't that high to me to make me feel like I'm going to pass out, you know, like, but 192 pops up on the meter. And if we're being honest right now, I just thought my reader was broke or it had to be way higher because I felt so bad. So before I could even take the bloody strip out of the meter, my body began getting weaker and weaker. I went straight to the bathroom because I immediately started feeling nauseous and just washed. I just knew I was going to puke everywhere, but I never did. Um, So here I am on the floor, swinging back and forth over the toilet. My body is just going numb, like completely numb. I just started screaming, call 911, call 911. I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm just terrified, I'm scared. I literally could not hold myself up. I'm just grateful that I wasn't alone because To be honest, if I was, I don't know if I would have been here to share this story with y'all today. Like, I've never experienced anything like that a day in my life. In my almost two years of having diabetes, I've never experienced real life like complications that, you know, you hear about others going through. So I get the headaches, the body aches, sometimes a little nausea here and there and, you know, the basic symptoms. But this here was something far from anything that I've ever experienced, like, While I was on the floor, my body began to heat up as well. Like I'm not even a heavy sweater when I do work out, but I began to perspire like heavily and it just wouldn't stop. So you would have thought I just finished running a marathon how I was sweating, like it was crazy. So at this point, I'm pretty sure that's when I began to panic. Like I felt like I had lost total control over my body. I remember me not being able to breathe, can't see, everything went black and It was like I started to lose partial consciousness or something like it was like I fainted basically like I felt like I fainted so basically the person who saved my life Corey he's talking to me and I can't even really recall anything that he was saying he just kept trying to you know talk to me I was just 
I was so scared, y'all. Like, I still can't believe that happened. But he gave me an injection in my arm to lower my blood sugar. And what's crazy is I asked him the next day or so, like, how did he know what to do? Or, like, what made him do what he did do? He told me when I started to say that I couldn't see and felt me sweating, like, all over my body, he knew he needed to cool me down. And he just, I don't know, he said he could feel me heating up. So his first instinct was to put cold water all over my body and cold towels on me as well. So he snatched me up off the floor and held my head to the sink. And it was like everything started to gradually stop. It was like my body calmed down. Um, it took a deep breath or something. I don't know what happened. But in that moment, I felt like he had just put one of those, um, what they call defibrillator, like one of those defibrillator devices on me that they use in the emergency room. Like it was like I just started to come back to life. It took me about a good 30 minutes to fully like just calm down, hold my head up and really just open my eyes. He cut me an apple trying to feed me and I just bit it like once or twice and boom, the tears started to stream. I was just distraught. I couldn't believe that had just happened. Like in a sense of crying tears of joy and thankful that he was there. But at the same time, it's like, what in the world was that? How did that just happen? And for the life of me, knowing the different events that could happen being diabetic, I guess so I was just, I was shocked because it really happened to me. Like, you know, something that terrible really just happened to me. So my endo has always told me since day one to check my sugar before I work out to make sure it's not like 200 up. So immediately me knowing I didn't do that like right, right before I begin, I immediately started placing blame on myself and feeling like, well, maybe this would not have happened if you would have checked your sugar again because I had not ate a full meal since around one or two. And here we are, it is 6, 6.30 p.m., so I'm thinking I'm in the clear. I had just checked my sugar, though, around snack time, and everything was good. So I ate, like, two carrots before we went walking. So the joke was obviously on me. Like, everything was not good. Um, an hour after, I ate, like, a turkey sandwich because I knew it was time for me to eat again. And I didn't want to eat nothing because I was just frantic. I didn't know if it would, you know, make my sugar high or that would happen again. My sugar ended up dropping back a little low after my meal. So I went and drunk a juice box and ate a snack, which is what I always do to get my sugar back up. And two hours later, here I am, I'm feeling terrible again. I'm laying down and I get up to test because I'm just feeling nauseous. And this time it says 260. So the waterworks begin to flow again. Like I'm like, my meter has got to be broke. Like this can't be right. So. Something said, just prick your other hand. And that reading said 270 something. So it was like high 270s, almost 280. So I'm like, okay, either this little cheat meter been reading me off the wrong sugars this whole time or something is really wrong. Like I took the right dosage to bring it down. Then I went on to lie down again and I couldn't fall asleep for anything. My anxiety was through the roof. I'm tossing, I'm turning, can't get comfortable, just completely irritated. It all took me back to the first three months of my diagnosis back in 2018. I didn't sleep for months, y'all. Like, my grown behind would literally get in the bed with my mom because I was dealing with anxiety so bad during bedtime. I couldn't sleep, like, laying down flat. I could only go to sleep sitting straight up. I had listened to thunderstorm sounds and ocean sounds just to calm me down and help me get more relaxed. We tried making chamomile tea every night. I was just miserable. But the thought of going to sleep and not waking up terrified me so bad because I had been told so many stories at this point about people with diabetes going to sleep and not waking up and you know, all those different horror stories. But 
I was always taught to never live in fear because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I began to read that scripture, 2 Timothy 1.7, every night to myself, like along with my mama praying because her prayers work quick, fast, in a hurry. I began to just have a peace, like, and a, like just a peace come over me and a sound mind. Um, I would never forget waking up the first night of me sleeping like all the way through the night and comfortably at that. I can remember waking up and just really does come to kill, steal and destroy. I literally dropped episode two where I was telling you guys about how much joy I get from doing something so simple, walking and not even an hour later, this whole episode happened to me. Like I literally said, I'm done. I'm not working out no more. I'm not walking no more. Like. I don't want that to ever happen to me again. So me not even knowing if, you know, what triggered that or how that happened. I just knew I was fine all day before I tried to participate in any physical activity. So yes, I said I was done with it. But the devil is so busy right now during this time. He always is busy though, but he's just so busy right now. Like he's on one, okay? Like he's coming to steal everyone's happiness, peace and joy that everyone is already struggling to hold on to that right now during this pandemic. But Say it with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The devil thought he had me, but he played, okay? My God is a greater, okay? I ain't mean to get all spiritual on y'all, but I had to just take y'all to church with me real quick, man. You just never realize how strong you really are till that's your only option, okay? I'm a fighter, been a fighter, still a fighter, all right? My mom told me as soon as I told her about what happened, she wanted me to please talk about this on Daily Dose of Diva Betty. So, here we are exactly a week later and I found the courage to share this story with you guys and honestly I'm so proud of myself. I didn't think I could and not this soon at least because um, talking about it just made me cry like on cue just tears flowing flowing flowing. I just hope that me sharing this story my story and constantly living in my truth will inspire someone to do the same and when i say living in my truth i mean like in a sense of me being clear of who i am at the core of me and befriending fear because girl boy look i struggle with that from time to time like i can be a bit of a scary harry and releasing all judgment because we oftentimes care entirely too much what others think about us but you know screw them do you boo but all I got to say is God favors me, man. He don't play by me at all. And I've officially seen it a million and one times now. But do me a favor and share this episode with a friend, loved one, or anyone you think should hear it. It's simple. Copy and paste that link and press send. Thanks so much for tuning in today and getting your daily dose of Divabetic on this good Friday. I appreciate you guys for the continuous support and rocking with me. I love y'all so much. Be sure to follow me on the gram at diva underscore bedic and check out my website at thedivabetic.com. Next week, we're going to talk about overcoming our fears, facing them head on and getting in touch with those feelings. We are more vulnerability is loading. <laughs> so I hope y'all ready to unpack all of that because we're talking about all of that next week. So I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Na, 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 diva is a female version of a hustler. Of a hustler.